Hey everyone, welcome back to the All Rip Podcast with me, Sam H. Back for another episode. Uh, tonight I've got Kevin and I've also also joined making his debut, New Wave Oil, Jeff, on a roadies, East Coast. Welcome on YouTube. Hey Sam, hey Jeff. Hey, hey everybody, thanks uh, for having me today Sam, I appreciate it. No, it's great to have you on, mate. Uh, always love to talk hockey with uh, new people. It's the first time I'm speaking to you. So uh, it's good. A uh, lot's been lots been happening then this week. How are you both? How's week been? It, it was a little bit of a tough week living in southern Ontario, being an Oilers fan. Oh yeah, a, a very public Oilers fan. So I'm uh, I'm one of the few Oilers fans. Any of my uh, coworkers and brother-in-laws know so i was the target of all the hate this weekend <laughs> i bet but it turned around last night thankfully so oh i bet it, i bet it's hell living up uh, in ontario especially after it's bad after one defeat never mind fucking three yeah Fuck, it, it got pretty tired <laughs> yeah. oh, i bet fuck it oh I don't fucking know. Uh, I don't. It's just fucking shocking. Like, I don't. I don't. I don't know. Do you want to start with that or? Um, but I, all I can say, you two, is I'm glad that last night went to line and we we beat Flames because I think today tonight would be a fucking. It would be a completely different atmosphere with me if we'd have yeah. lost tonight. Yeah. Exactly. I mean. Jeff could speak more to it himself, but I know, you know, being where he is, uh, he, he gets to watch, you know, a full train rack happening. So I, I think <laughs> I think the Oilers' uh, follies are, you know, pretty small compared to everything else that he watches. So. Yeah, the uh, yeah, uh, right, right here in Buffalo, they, they've got their own problems. So uh, <laughs> You live in Buffalo? I do, yeah. I'm in Buffalo, and right now they're looking at the, they're looking at the Oilers as sort of a model of efficiency right now, which <laughs> definitely the shoe on the other foot. <laughs> yeah, seeing seeing a lot of chatter about Halsey being made uh, available here and uh, right away, so <laughs> I think they're going to be rebuilding Buffalo yet again. Yeah, quiet one, man, Jeff. In Buffalo, <laughs> escape it all because <laughs> they can't complain because they're fucking they're, they're even fucking worse. Yeah, they're in a lot of trouble, and there's a long there's a lot of reasons for that, but uh, they just really can't seem to find which way is up uh, when you ignore your goaltending defense. It's gonna come bite you, and unfortunately for them, they're just they, they got no relief. No, they're kind of in cap hell already too, right? So it's going to be a few years before they can figure stuff out, even to start rebuilding properly. Their problem, I really think this. I, I think this off season they're going to probably move Jack Eichel. I don't want to say probably, but it's going to be what I think this is his year six, and they haven't even sniffed playoffs. And I don't know. Uh, it would not shock me uh, if we heard from Michael's agent uh, in the next couple of weeks, because uh, I just that poor guy. He's been here and 
for how long now? And I, I don't know how many more years he has to give. No, can totally understand that perspective. And it's not like Buffalo is devoid of other talent either, right? I mean, they got pieces they can move out if they want to, you know, rebuild on the fly and stuff. But to me, their biggest issue is their lack of cap, big contracts, no movements. Like, I forgot that Oposo was still playing there. <laughs> yeah, he's Healthy there. Scratch, and eh? <laughs> they, uh, that... they ended up opening the wallet for Jeff Skinner. Last oh, fuck. What a disaster. He scored 40 goals, and one of the number one rules in hockey, in any sport professionally, is you don't pay a heater. Uh, and unfortunately, they gave him an, an eight-year deal with a full no movement uh, at $9 million a year. So he's in year two of that, and it's just Oops. been really bad. It's been, it's been bad for that cat. Uh, they've... They've, they've healthy scratched them three times in a row, uh, which that, I mean, you got to play a $9 million player. You, you have to play him. Uh, but yeah. he's, he's playing with Curtis Lazar, and it's, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make any sense whatsoever. So it would not surprise me if they got creative uh, to, you know, maybe Seattle will take that contract off the books if they can get Skinner to waive his, his no movement, which I'm fairly certain if he could waive it, He'd probably be on the next train. Yeah. Well, you've got to be fair to him. I mean, you know, it, it's it's better. You know, at least they've got Tobias Reader to play in his place. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, he's got three goals in Buffalo. He's he's flying. <laughs> he had a couple in Calgary, I think, too. Nah, it's just Bob Nicholson. There's plenty to say about it, I'm sure. Oh man. Oh. It, I thought they'd be a lot better with having Darlene, but I've I've not. It's not been. I don't know. I, I, they're, they're the only team that can identify we are we Oilers of old. They remind me a lot of like Oilers in like 2014, 15 time. <laughs> Just a, you know, they've got stars, but they have stars. But the, I think the number one issue is that they didn't address the defense and they didn't address the goaltending, and. You know, with Linus Olmark, uh, he's he's injured now, and so they've got a a, a rookie and Carter Hut, and that's not going to make you potatoes. So uh, they're in trouble. They're in trouble. They they, they paid guys like Cody Eakin two, two two million and change to come in, but that's not going to move your needle any. So like I say, I think they're going to sell, 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 and sell some more. So we'll see. Yeah, short season. That's it. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. We're getting, you know, inside a month here to the deadline now. So, yeah, well, New York, uh, New, New York's in the shit. New York Rangers as well are in the shit. Which I don't, I don't know. That he, I don't know if he's got long left. Quinn, is, uh, <laughs> but given that, I don't know. I, I don't know how. Given all fucking draft picks they've had. Uh, I mean, I heard something. It, it where they were. Thinking of trading, I don't know. They put some. They, there was some trader or another. I fucking forgot now where they were thinking of putting up. What they call oh. it? Remind me. Remind me. Remove got for who went number one pick? Who went number one pick last oh. year? Were they drafted? Lafreniere. Lafreniere. Yeah. I, there was some. There was something I, I read earlier this. Earlier this week about them putting Lafreniere in for a fucking trade. 
for oh. someone else. <laughs> yeah, that would be crazy. <laughs> but my point behind that was now that we've established that the Oilers aren't in the worst space, despite yeah. the week that we had, <laughs> I, I don't really even know how to talk about Toronto series. At least, like, we, can, at least we can make ourselves, we've got to warm up, Kev, and make ourselves feel better that uh-huh. we're not the worst team on the planet. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, that Leaf series, man, fuck. I don't even know what to say about it. I mean, everything went wrong, right? Everything. They couldn't break out. They couldn't defend. Like it, they, they didn't look like the team we've been watching this season. So, I, I don't know. Like, nothing worked. Nothing. <laughs> it's one of those series where you just got to, like, look, it's Toronto, so everything's going to be under the microscope and everything is going to be... You know, just talked about and analyzed, and 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 you know, they play them uh, how many more times? Still, you just got uh, two, I mean, right or three, three, three more times. Yeah, two games and then a single. I do believe. I hate to say this, but you just got to forget about it. You just got to write it off because if you sit there and, you know, I mean, Toronto went in the next day and they and they lost to Vancouver. Okay, so and and, and again and again and again. All right, yeah. so so you know. Yeah, it sucks when you score one goal in three games. It sucks, but you you know it, it's they were leading the league before the first game in goal scored per game. So right, they were one goal ahead in, in the Leafs. Regression kind of came and you know bit the head off a bat real quick. Uh, but you know, yeah, McDavid didn't have a point. Drysdale didn't have a point, and yeah. You know, it's just one of those things. Um, you know, Toronto's going to walk around, you know, and they're going to they're going to act like you know a little bit more swagger and a little bit more, you know, hey, we beat you. But it's three games, and you don't have to play them again. So they came back. They beat Calgary last night. So let's go. Yeah, get back. Run, run another eleven game streak. Yeah, I don't. Know. I mean, I, I don't I, uh... The way I was looking at it, you know, after watching Vancouver handle the Leafs after the Leafs handled the Oilers, I'm like, you know, they should have just named our division the Paper Rock Scissors division because, I mean, Ottawa sucks so bad, and yet they'll go in and they'll beat the Leafs or they'll, you know, beat Montreal and, you know, yeah. Montreal. Like, it, it, it's just the craziest year ever, you know. You can't take anybody for granted because anybody can beat anybody. But, you know, obviously things are shaking out in the – that's why we play a season, I guess, right? But it is just totally random. So, yeah. I don't... And the news this afternoon that uh, Kyler Yamamoto got uh, a little bit of a fine for a slew foot there. You know. Yeah, I saw that. that yeah. That, that you know what caused the slew foot? You know, he didn't catch an elbow in the face or anything. But don't worry about that, right? Like. Don't uh, don't matter about all all past ones that we've had. Fucking what the King McDavid being rammed into fucking balls a few years ago. Nothing happened on that. <laughs> yeah, pisses well, me off that. That that's part of the problem with the Toronto series too, right? Like, what did we get? Like three power plays through the three games. Like one game there was not a single call. Like really, not a single call in the whole game. Like. What about that bastard last night with fucking with fucking Tanev on uh, Torres? 
fucking in that. It's, uh, you know, they, they obviously weren't checking that bastard, were they? Well, a little yeah. bit of pick and choose. Yeah. The, the, the referees are always very inconsistent, I find. And when you go an entire game without a power play or even a penalty, I think there was one penalty on the Oilers in one of the, one of the Leaf games, and they cashed in. So, you know, if you don't have anything to work with, and there's easily three or four calls every game that could be made. But, like you say, I think that's totally random. The officiating has always been hit or miss. Yeah, just no consistency. So, the player safety department, though, is just something else, too. <laughs> did anybody see what happened to Tom Wilson? Did he get. Did uh, he get did, yeah, I mean, he what it, was it seven games or ten games? Seven or ten, yeah. Yeah, uh, I can't recall now because I looked in. Uh, there was a further uh, analysis of his total suspensions and how much money he's given away now over his career. And. He's he's definitely the bad boy of the league right now, eh? <laughs> yeah, seven games, Kev. Yeah. Yeah. It is a little bit of a wheel of justice, but yeah. Uh, yeah, you know, taken out of the Leafs, you know, the, it just, it was bad. You're right. We just have to forget about it, move on, without forgetting about it, too. And, you know, what broke and what didn't go right and what they can do better right i mean it, it, it's it's one of those things where like after you get you know after you get beaten a team and then you go out and you stay out all late all night and then you get up and you get up the next day you play dirty it's just that's at that point you need like you know, voodoo or something, you know? You, you need something going on it's, you know, i you end up getting beat you know you get beat bad you don't score any goals you got to do something I don't know, sprinkle the dust, do something, and you just got to yeah. forget about it. And move on. And, yeah. and they did into Calgary, where it started out pretty slow and scary. <laughs> and then uh, then it picked up, and they were looking like the team that wouldn't quit again, right? And... Yeah. Did you see Kyle Brodziak's tweet? No, I didn't. I didn't know. Uh, yeah, Kyle Brodziak was on. I'm going to see if I can pull it up. He... Uh... He's emotionally invested in the Oilers. Um, what do you say? What do you say? He, said, forget, he said, forget last series if you can. To me, this is the most likable Oiler team in years. He said, I yelled louder for the last two goals than I can ever remember. It's fun to be a fan. So, <laughs> uh, and, yeah. and that's true enough, right? I mean, most, most everybody's pretty happy for Jesse right now. You know, yeah. he gets another one, you know. Kyler gets another one. I yeah, I they, yeah. these are likable players. You're right. Like everybody's cheering for him, right? Uh, I'm a big fan of winning. Winning is fun. Yeah, so, yeah, that helps. You know, uh, <laughs> good to see Yamamoto get one, and it's always good to see Puljujarvi get one. Uh, what is it? I think. Uh, what is it? Yeah, I, I I hope he scores 15 more goals this year. I really do. I'm. I'm a complete Puljujarvi homer, so I hope. Yeah. yeah, no, that's fair. I hope he scores. I hope he scores 25 total this year. That would just be great. But really, anything right now, I think we can all safely say that he makes the Oilers better. And, Absolutely. And 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 I'm 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 glad it turned around for him, and I'm glad that it worked out. You know, uh, instead of you know selling him for a second round draft pick, uh, I think he's the best winger. 
right winger on the Oilers. Uh, I mean, if we're counting Nugent Hopkins uh, as a winger now, it might be it might be close, but it, it's good to see it happen. Yeah, I don't know if we are calling Nugent winger now. He, he was playing center last night, right? Typical yeah. and crazy, bringing back Mick uh, Mick Dreisaitl, So I'll comment on that, Kev, further. Yeah, but <laughs> you got that, that loaded. You got that got, loaded up there. I've got that one loaded up. Yeah, yeah. That well, that's one of the things you know. Like I hear a lot about the Oilers don't have depth scoring, and that it's a two two player team. And uh, and I'm looking down and uh, I'm you know going by numbers here, but also what I see when they're playing. Right? I mean, it, the Oilers don't not have depth. You've got Pilly Arvey. You've got Nugent Hopkins, you know, Cassian's hurt, and a lot of people don't like him, but there's games where you sure miss having him around, right? You know, got Yamamoto, you know, Cahoon, he's a, he's a water bug. He seems kind of readered right now. Should have more than he does, but but he does get chances and create them, so. And our defense, I'm sorry, this is the best defense we've had in a long, long time. I mean, you've got two guys, and well, Nurse probably dropped down to like 15th, right? But, you know, they're two were carrying in the top 10, you know, so you're getting contributions from the blue line, which is another tippet fallacy. You know, he flips defensemen every game, you know, they're, they're playing different pairs, and that's why I'm a fan of the seven. But we are getting full depth scoring from everywhere, right? It's, you know, the defense and, you know, they get a goal scored against them and, and within two minutes they get another one or two scored against them. Like they just have these total breakdowns and, and then they play like perfect hockey again. But that doesn't help when you just allow two or three, right? So. Yeah, they come in waves. Um, and it, you, sometimes you might think that's a confidence issue, you know, especially if one or two gets scored right after another. And, uh, as long as the goaltending can hold out, which is a huge question mark for, for, for all goaltenders, it's not just one or the other. Uh, if the goaltending can hold out, you know, uh, I think we could have a fun, I was going to say a fun spring, but it be a fun summer, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, I think you're right. I, me personally, I draw a lot of parallels back to 06 for this team right now because it does seem, you know, at, at times, Leaf series aside, which really colored our glasses now, but it, it seems like a team that could do something, you know, but they need that goalie. They need that role lesson to come in. And, and that's what I'm seeing right now. And, and they're even going to turn it into the three-headed monster like 06 by bringing in Staylock now, right? So <laughs> how about we just not deal with three B goalies and get one A goalie, you know, and see what the team can do when, you know, they feel secure that they're going to be able to give one up and, and the goalie's going to put up the wall for them, right? Because you're right. They they get insecure about it. Like, who knows what's going to happen, you know? Game to game, which goalie you're going to get. And you got to have that, that security that you can make a mistake and it's not going to bury you, right? I don't know. I, I think that with Staylock coming in, he's got a really good chance at knocking off one of the two. And I don't know who it could be at this point. But with the, I mean, this goalie carousel thing with the pandemic and and everybody, you know, team having to clear waivers when you pick one up, they've got to stick the three-headed monster together right now. At least that's, for, that's what I mean. Yeah, and, you're absolutely and, and, right. Because uh, the moment one hits waivers, you get Anton Forsberg going all through the, everywhere again. 
And, um, and like I say, uh, Smith, you know, he's he's shown better than I would have expected, and I've given him credit for. Uh, he's he's definitely playing better than I would have anticipated. And Koskinen just hasn't seized the deal. He's had he's had a lot of head scratchers. But again, with ten straight games, his game may have fallen off because of that. With Stalock coming in, uh, you know, I. It's tough to say. Uh, I feel like a, a two-game, a real good two-game showing for any goalie, any of these three, uh, gives you an opportunity to run with the ball. So, like you say, you know, it could be Mike Morrison in 06, like you said. Yeah, if only we could make it to shootouts. That's another problem the Oilers have this year, right? Seeing the Batmans flying for everyone except the Oilers, you know, just straight up win-loss record. Yeah, uh, the three. The, I, I hate the three-point games. <laughs> uh, well, uh, but it, it speaks to the Oilers too that they're not keeping the games tight, right? Like they're they're winning or losing straight out, like mm. so yeah. inconsistent. And for me this year, it's it's going back to goaltending. I mean, not much you could do in the Leaf series again. That colors everything now. But better, more consistent goaltending, and they'd probably have a couple three more wins so yeah i I, i'd feel a lot more confident with a clear number one but again it's just weird times right now so whoever's playing hot you know smith grabbed the ball right so and you're right stalock is going to have every opportunity to come in and and if he can just be consistent he doesn't even have to be fantastic just be consistent that's all the guys ask for right so I feel like a nine, a nine ten, or a nine twelve save percentage could, you know, you could really run with the ball. Um, but yeah. like you say, consistency. There's there's wild mood swings in in all the goalies. So it's all voodoo, it's just, right? <laughs> yeah, consistency goes far. So yeah, that well, that concern that concern right? with fucking Koskinen letting in two shots again and leave in one at first first leave game. Two straight, on his first two shots, I think. Then he allowed yeah. another in third. You know, I mean, three and you know, seven shots. Yeah. yeah. Like I mean, that that, proved away, his game. Period. I mean, Ante, <laughs> you know, he, I mean, what is this reincarnation of fucking Talbot? I, I don't, I mean, why? <laughs> what is what is, the, what is the fucking history we, we, do, we goalies who play for fucking Oilers doing that? Oh, maybe that's the thing too, you know, and other people have chirped about it, but you know, maybe if it's not the goalie, maybe you got to look at the coach, you know, I don't know. Koskinen's a big guy and I always see him going down. Like he he's plays always small, right? He plays like, yeah, I, it's like when they're, it's like when you see the players like hit the deck, when you see them hit the ice, I don't know who's teaching yeah, them. Starfish. Who that's, is that's teaching what I mean. them? Okay. So, so, so I, Stay on your feet, and, and the thing, the thing with Koskinen is that, like you say, when the sh- the shots that always beat him are the ones that are always up high, and he's he's covering forty percent of the net, and it's just like I, I don't know more than forty percent. <laughs> like, there's 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 three puck wings. He can be down in his butterfly, and and there's like three puck lengths for that puck to go in over his shoulder. And, and I've talked to other people about it, too. Like, he plays so deep in his crease, you know? Like, he never cuts off angles, ever. It, he plays too small, so Kev. 
Yeah, he plays small. small. He plays deep in his crease. He drops all the time, like, and and without the big shoulder flares, you know, for the butterfly goalies, they don't do as bad, right? So, yeah, it's it's just bizarre. And to me, it does. It looks like it's it's coached behavior, like you said. You know, the the players dive out in the starfish. Okay, that's not a natural hockey reaction. You know, you might take a knee and you know slide into the slot there. But you're not starfishing right out because, yes, you're taking yourself totally out of the play. Russell's awesome at it, you know. And did did seen, we change I've goalie seen... coach, Ken? No, not for a while. Change well, that's, sports, probably, right? that's, probably, that's probably the fucking problem. Goalie well, coach, same goalie coach. I'd, I'd look at changing the goalie coach myself, but. Yeah, I just don't. Uh, it's a teach behavior. It, it, or a teached, yeah, it's a taught behavior. So I, 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 it, it doesn't look. I don't know who's teaching him, but it, it just it, it doesn't look good. And and unfortunately, it costs you know it costs a goal or it costs two goals. And once you're down two zero to the Leafs, I mean right now the Leafs have the firepower. So yep, yep, they can they're they're scoring from everywhere. You know, it's a that, Hyman's a hell of a player, man. Uh, yeah, the Leafs are going to lose him this year, but uh, right now he's playing for him and he's a hell of a player. So. <laughs> Yeah, they're they're a deadly team, but you know, there's things we could do to be better too, right? I mean, yeah. fuck, I'm so glad we got that goal, man, uh, because to be shut out by three different goalies on three different <laughs> games, like every single one of their goalies shut us out almost. So that would be a Jim Matheson tweet for the ages. Oh my gosh, that would it would have went in the history books in one way yeah. or another, I'm sure. I'm sure because. Twelve years from now, he'd be coming out saying, "You guys, you guys, in 2021, you'll never believe it." And we're like, "Yep." Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, man, they 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 had fucking in it now. <laughs> I mean, I mean, there weren't a lot of clean chances for Oilers in that. No, no, they definitely weren't driving right. So <laughs> they made the goalies look better, but those goalies still. <laughs> what were your assessment on Chase? On one, did you not see it? Because he got assessed yeah. five minutes, didn't he? Yeah, and then he took a one-game suspension, right? Yeah. Yeah, and yeah, yeah whatever. I mean, whatever. It's yeah. it's it's hockey. What's one game? You know, play a little dirty. I wish we'd see that from some other players. You know, I wish Kyra would just get mean. You know, he's big enough and fast enough. You know, like for him to not play like Archie. Archie, you know, like. If Kyra just played like Archie every night, then what? That were a bit, that were a bit close. You know, it's Lee, you know, we yammered. It's look, we, Leon Drysdale skate nearly caught him. We, I think it missed Blake, but could have been a fucking bad injury that. Uh, but uh, yeah, I don't. I, I mean, I think top six were a bit. It, you know, it's not been great, but um, we just, I mean, we, we just, I think it was just a bad run of games that and just put it down to it being a bad run and just a bit of a shit show. Because, I mean, before that, we were, you know, we were pretty level with Leafs. They just got, it, it right. was, we were just, I think it reflected more on that we, that we would, weren't, we were poor in the, that run of games than it did. On Leafs being 
I think we could have done a lot better than that, but it was just one yeah. of those things. It's, I believe that Dreisaitl was fighting some kind of injury, and I mm. did until last night. Like, didn't look like he was fighting anything last night, but, and you know he was he was winding up for the shot on the uh, right side there, which I hadn't seen in the whole Leaf series. So, I I thought it was a shoulder issue, but he he looked pretty much better last night. So. Every everything contributes to us getting stomped the way the Leafs did. On top of the Leafs just playing their game and being a good team, right? I mean, I, I believe they're first in the league still. Yeah, I think we're eight, eight or eight points clear. I don't know, and I think Jets have got some games in hand that are they're in second. Yeah. Um, but, but yeah, just that. Uh, right. Do you want me to? Do you want me to start on fucking Dave Tippett right now? <laughs> Sure, you want to talk about Tippett? Well, I don't. Well, I, I I wish I didn't have to talk about Tippett, but I just quite frankly, quite frankly, you two, I, I just don't get, I just don't get his decision making. What he's done, he took Pulleyarby out for Neil in that in that third game, and last last night he took Tourist came in for Archibald on wing. And is is so he put he left his left bullshard out again. I, I, what the fucking hell? I I don't know what he's thinking. <laughs> what the fucking hell? Indeed, I I don't get it either. I I wonder if he's gone a little senile. Like he he seems to react oddly. He he takes winning lineups apart, you know, for his own reasons and. You know, he says he's modeling for each individual game, but it doesn't seem that way when you, you know, take a guy out when he's on a heater, you know. What message does that send, Ken? I don't know what the message is. You know, I I fully agree with you. I think he's gone fully senile. But, you know, if a player, you know, if a player is on a good run and he's playing well and he's on a good run of games... Then what the fuck are you taking him out for? What message does that yeah. send? Oh, you play hard, you work hard, you play good, you know, you play well. You're still going to get fucking took out. But if right. you know, I'm all for taking people out when they when they're on when they're on, on a really bad run. But you know, you know, Bouchard, you know, pull the RV, you know, scored scored last night. We were put back in, put back in last night, but he scored. Why? Why? I don't. What, what the? You know, we're struggling with. Okay, we. You know, we're struggling. You know, we're struggling with fucking scoring against Leaves, and you've just took, you took fucking Bouchard out. Why? Why? I don't get it. I, I two, have no insight on it. The two that really stumped me are the one where James Neal scored a pair, and he was scratched the next game. Yeah, uh, exactly. Yeah. And then the whole Caleb Jones thing. I don't get that. Uh, I understand why he was pulled out for a game or two, uh, even though I don't necessarily agree with it. Uh, you know, he will. You know, he he didn't clog the lane. I get it, uh, but uh, for ten games, I just don't know what the yeah. message was. You know, I mean, a game or two is is pretty much the message is sent, and uh, I just for for you know for 10 straight, or it might have been 9, but it was t- 9 or 10 straight, and the Oilers, you know, I, I I think Caleb Jones is a top four defenseman all day and all night on this team. So, yeah, I, I don't... 
don't quite see what the message is there, but you know, that's why we're here. So. <laughs> and then he switched. The yeah, yeah, and then and he this, switched. This, switched is, this is why I'm I'm a huge fan of eleven and seven. You know, having the extra D back there. You know, especially with Edmonton's D, because Bear and Jones are still young and and they're still learning as good as Bear played last year. You know. So you can spell off, and then Tippett likes to talk about modeling for the game. Well, there you go. Then you have your extra guy. You need to the deep defensive zone pair, throw out Legison and Larson, you know. But if we're taking an offensive zone start, how about we get Barry and Bouchard out there, you know? Like, let's score some goals. And Yeah. I don't know. I... I... Every, I mean, the right side is clogged, and it would not shock me to see them make a move uh, for a right side defenseman or to move a right shot defenseman. Yeah. Uh, Adam Larson is the sexy pick here, I think, uh, yeah. because he's a right shot defenseman, and there's I, just there's, there's one too many at the NHL level right now. I think uh, but I, it's, it's either him or Barry. And I, I don't think Barry's here next year simply because of cost and simply because I think he's just going to be through the roof uh, and he's going to cash in somewhere. Uh, I don't know that the Oilers are going to give him that deal. I think that deal is going to be nurses unless they get real crazy. I like, they like nurse a lot. And uh, Yeah, uh, because he's going to come in and won't pay him nurse. Yeah, yeah. Like I, last I, week. I, think, I think the Barry deal is going to start with a six and it's going to be time six. So, yeah, that's reasonable. Yeah, I just don't think I, I think the Oilers plan on paying Darnell Nurse a hefty sum when the time comes. So, yeah, I, I don't know. The Bouchard, I agree, Bouchard should be in every night, and Bear should be in every night. Uh, so, who does that leave? You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I think you're right. I wonder if there's something with uh, well, Larson's free agent at the end of the year, right? So, he doesn't right. even count, he doesn't even count for the expansion. No, no, he won't. So, no, you're absolutely right. You know, the Oilers can definitely do without him going into the playoffs. So, well, Do you think we could expose Chris Russell in expansion? Well, I think that's why he got his extension, right? So It's either him or Cuckoo. Well, or or uh, Jones, right? Yeah. The Oilers going to protect Jones? They better. Uh, I don't know. There's a lot of guys there. Protect, I so <laughs> I, 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 my can it would probably be it would be Chris Russell if we yeah. can't do it. Well, I wouldn't want to see. I wouldn't want to see Caleb Jones exposed to a te- a young player to a team, an expansion team. Uh-huh. We'll we'll get to that closer to the point, but I think there's going to be a couple of players that the others don't want to expose exposed, and that's what I mean. You know, even if you leave Russell open, you know he's he's not the attractive picked and they're not going to take him so i think there's a fair chance that kyle turris gets taken oh that would yeah. be okay that would be great that would be fine by me Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, unless you can see the oilers getting sweet with uh you know getting sweet with seattle and offering them an asset to take a yeah. contract they don't like i, I just don't I, yeah i don't think i don't think francis is going to play ball that way I don't think it's going to be like Vegas. I, I think the other GMs are going to be nervous, and you know, I don't think they're going to help Francis out. And I don't think Francis is going to cap himself out either. So it's it's going to be a different expansion than Vegas was for sure. Yeah, we'll have to see. Yeah, 
Well, I think the only thing is, is it's you know Seattle's a bit of a different ball ball game to Vegas. I mean, you know, because they all, you know, you, you heard stories about you know Andre Mark Andre Flurry wanting to play in Vegas. It's a pretty, you know, it's an. I bet I don't think it's got any income. T- I don't think they have and they have zero income tax, right? I think it's a zero tax. Rate. So it's more attract. Vegas is a bit more an attractive proposition than Seattle for, for a player. Because who don't want to play in Ve- you know Vegas? Is I'm, <laughs> I'm not nothing against it. Nothing against Seattle a lot because I know because there is a few listeners to this uh, podcast from what <laughs> from Seattle. <laughs> so uh-huh. so I, I don't want to. Uh, don't really let me, let me uh, the Seattle fans, but um, yeah, Vegas is a bit. Uh, I don't know. I I, I think they'll be deep. I think they'll be decent. Seattle though. I really do. I really do. Decent team together. Oh yeah, you know Francis is smart GM, so I, you know I expect him to. Whether they'll replicate Vegas, what Vegas did in the first season is a different thing, but yeah, but they'll yeah they'll get some good play. I think it's going to be an exciting off season, eh? So, I think mean, unlike Vegas, they'll probably want to build young, which whereas Vegas is just Vegas just went all out to fucking winning from day from day one. But I don't. I think they'll be a bit more patient. But who knows? Um, now another thing as well. We we tip we tip it this week. So you know, it flipped top six, and then it's and then it came. It flipped it, then it went back to its original uh, last night. Um, you know, it put you know, dynamite line were briefly back together, and then not, and then it's gone back yeah. to normal. Newt's um, got a goal, but then break them up anyways, right? So, but also, I'll uh, just point this one out. Uh, you know, at dynamite line, we knew he had 28 points with McDavid. Uh, He's had seven, but even strength. But that's might be an old one. That's not taken into account last night. Twenty-eight points to set. Twenty-eight points. We we dynamite dynamite line and seven with McDavid. But I'm probably fucking wrong. Just pointing that one out for you. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know what to speak of the lines right now. Is he going to leave Connor and Leon together with? That that causes chaos now. Nuge is playing with who? Who compliments Nuge as a center? So, anytime, go ahead. I'm go sorry. On. No, no, you'll go on, Jeff. Go on. Anytime you put you know McDavid with Drysaddle together, you're always going to get magic. And uh, I, I think yeah, you're gonna. It's a really great way to like you know jumpstart the party. Uh, but uh, I think you know with Nugent Hopkins in his center. Uh, you're gonna definitely have to play matchmaker on the on on the second line if that's how you're gonna go, but it wouldn't shock me to see you drive back in uh, the second line without too much trouble soon. I, I think Tippin, he, he needed a win yesterday. You know, I think he knew it, and uh, he got it. So yeah. uh, I think things will probably come back to where they were a little while ago. I don't mind him doing. I don't mind him doing it. You know, for in a game like last night, putting Ryan McDavid together. But it's not something I want to see normally. I don't. I think there should be two sen- two centers. I still. Right. I, I still. I still say. I still stick with me. I'm mean, that I had two years ago. It's. It. It's. I don't think those two should should play on the same line regular. Normally, they should. We should. I'm in favor of two centers 
You need a decent top six. You just need a just where yeah, just when we need a goal. You need you need a top six. If you if you if you if you consistently put McDavid and Drysaddle on the same line, you know teams are gonna just are gonna click on and they're gonna shut down that line and then we're gonna be fucked. Yeah. We need we need Dry and we need Dry and McDavid playing as separate centres. Let's hope leading up to the trade deadline here, Holland finds a good winger and we can move Nuge back to the third line where he can feast on everybody, no matter who he's playing with. So, and, yeah. and roll roll with the 11 forward and the seven defensemen. Have the extra defensemen and just let those three centers roll with all the wingers. I'm telling you, it'd be glorious. You just need pairs. You just need good pairs, Kev. You know, if you've got you know you've got someone who can play McDavid, who's a good pair for McDavid, and then uh, uh, Paul you know, you've got new. Well, pull, well, yeah, pull the out. Yeah, pull the yeah, out. Yeah. yeah, but he don't, fucking, yeah, but he don't fucking stick with it. He don't stick they, with Pull the Arby no, McDavid. He just, right. fucking, he just pisses around. This is, you know, and that's not going to do, you know, that's not going to do team good. Leave the fucking <laughs> lines alone and let them, let's, let them develop chemistry. I wonder if right. this is, I wonder if Tippett's reason that we just, that there's no chemistry in that top six because he's constantly fucking about with it. Leave it, let them develop chemistry. You know, let it I, settle. I've I've wondered if he's just fucking around with everything because you know the season is what the season is and the Oilers are going to get in the playoffs regardless. So Tippett's just being crazy about everything, trying everything out and figuring it out for himself and building some analytics for it. And, and then in the playoffs, he just has his perfect combinations and and nobody's seen these lines before and and they roll through the playoffs and yes. <laughs> But maybe, we need, but he did this in he did this in against Chicago last in last right. year's playoffs. He, he just, yeah. you know he overfought it. Stubborn, just being, just being stubborn, stubborn and not adjusting in game. But we had such a great. It was so, you know it worked so well, and then he and then he changed it for playoffs and overfought it when he didn't need to. I don't I don't know. I, I'll there's a bit of, there's a bit of McClellan syndrome there. <laughs> I, well, just got these, I just got these lines tweeted out from uh, Ryan Reshock from uh, TSN. Uh, you are not going to... Yeah, this, these are something else. Uh, you've got Dreisaitl and McDavid and Yamamoto on top with Ryan Nugent Hopkins at center with Tyler Ennis and Pugliarvi. And those are the top six. So maybe the Dry-McDavid thing will stick for longer than I thought. It adds a different wrinkle, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know that I like it. I don't like it. <laughs> I don't I like don't. it much I don't. myself. Either, I don't. But... I just, it, no, I just, to me, that don't, I, I, I don't fucking like that. <laughs> I'm glad we're all in agreement. And it makes no sense to none of us. No. So. <laughs> Uh, no, we're no, back I to don't. Tippett going senile. <laughs> I don't. No. I, yeah, but what, as he forgot, the goals again. Uh, goals against on McDavid on that when McDavid and Drysaddle played together were crap. Yeah. yeah. You know what? What's that? What? Me, what message does that? What? That's that going to send to to a team? You, you know, if you start playing that regularly, who's the fucking centre? I'm sorry, I, you know, I know they work together and they, 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 you know, they go together 
we offense, and I don't mind putting them together like when we need a goal in the last ten minutes or a third period or five minutes or a third period or like last night, but not regularly. No, right? Fuck nah. What's he fucking doing? I know I don't. I don't like that. They should be on separate lines. Fucking idiot. Well, no, that you've got my live reaction. I just think that's fucking stupid. There's no need for there's there's no need to fucking do that. Uh, we, Live we can, <laughs> no, we we can uh, we can be as confused and frustrated about it all, all we want, but Tippett's not going anywhere this year. How do you hope for Pugliarvi and McDavid to get chemistry when they don't right. when you when you're laying them couple one game here and two game no. here? Leave but, leave them a fucking loan. Yeah. Pulley-Arby's a smart player too, and Nuge isn't the worst guy to play with. So, if 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 he's going to let them play together, then they'll but, develop chemistry. But he, but he needs a good pair. He needs a good pairing. And I mean, if he scored last night, he got that fucking tip. It it picks up trash. You've got to yeah. have some consistency with young players. I, I just no, I, I, no, I'm totally again. I think he's fucking. I think that's a bit. Uh, that's fucking baffling to me. That crazy kind of, lines. I, don't, I, I, can't, crazy I think that's lines. crazy. There's, yeah, and there's yeah, a lot, then, then a lot of chat going on that you know, Pulley should be you know on that first unit power I play rather it, than Neil or Chase on too, right? So yeah, absolutely. He's a big body. Get him in front at net. Pick net. Up. I, you know, uh, but this is this is what happened. This is what McClellan did. We we. And I'm not trying to compare it through first time because Pugliarvi is much, really a lot different to what he were at that. But you, he were moved up and down and up and down, and he was playing it, changing his part. And you were there were no consistency with him, you know. Just leaving with McDavid, fuck it, Len. And I, yeah. you know, <laughs> I mean, like, well, why? I mean, you're not to win McDavid. You know, fuck, fuck, I don't fucking know. Mm-hmm. I can sit here. I can sit here, Kevin. Fucking ran, rants about it all right, but, but this, it, it, it no, it's just, none of it makes sense. No, but no, but he'll do. He'll do that. He'll do that in first game. The next game, he'll fucking change it up again. Yeah, probably because having Connor and Leon playing together consistently isn't good for the team. So. No, <laughs> no because because but you know teams, teams they'll just say right, take that first line out, then what yeah. the left. But as long as he wins, it's it's that's what matters, right? So yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, I'll see it, if it gets results. But uh, goals, goals against on that line, I'm fucking <laughs> because it, it, it just it baffles me that we're moving, you know, yeah. Nuge and Drysaitel or and Connor all around, and instead of just getting another winger, you know. And and then you don't have to move those guys. So, yeah. like, just get the fucking winger we need. Yeah, just like to... Holland needs to make some trades. Is what it comes down to. You know, he needs to put on his GM pants and actually, you know, like free agency and isn't the only way to acquire players. Like, can we please make some movement on the uh, areas that we need to improve on? It's pretty fucking apparent. I hear there's a winger in Buffalo. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not paying 9.5 million for fucking in. Fuck it, fuck that. If it were cheaper, if it if it were cheaper, Jeff, 
and he were on a cheaper contract, I'd I'd be I'd be interested in it, but not rehabilitating a player with that fucking length for deal on that. Uh, <laughs> I don't think he means Skinner. <laughs> no, I definitely don't mean Skinner, no. <laughs> well still well, yeah, well I mean well, would I could want to play as a winger? No, right. I was talking about Taylor Hall. <laughs> we were... Right. Uh... Full I mean, bring Taylor Hall home. <laughs> Taylor, oh, yeah, Taylor, Taylor Hall could play with Taylor Hall would be would be best playing with Drysaddle. Drysaddle and Hall would be would make a great fucking great fucking combo. Yeah, that but, would probably but, work. I I think you could inject Hall into the lineup and he would work in multiple places, but. It's just the thing is, though, Kevin. I don't. I, I'm probably going to get stick for this. Is there a team that he's gone to that is that's not been that's not gone downhill? No, no. He's, he's had a pretty well. Arizona last year. He he didn't hurt Arizona. He he helped them. But that was a a very small sample, and he didn't stick around. So I don't know. I... I don't know either. There's, you know, Taylor Hall's a very decisive person. <laughs> like, you, you either love Taylor Hall or you hate Taylor Hall. And people would either be ecstatic that he was back with the Oilers uh, or, or totally hate the fact. And, and every single loss we had would be his fault. So, oh, yeah. <laughs> it could be, could be 8-1, you know, on fucking 10 shots against the Oilers and it would still be Taylor Hall's fault, right? So. Well, I don't. I don't think him and McDavid are complimenting each other. Nah, I don't them. know. We because didn't it, see, we yeah. didn't get to see it long enough when it when we had the chance, you know. So is there, he a fucking is he a fucking sniper though? In there, though, is he that sniper that we need? Oh, I don't know if you really consider Hall a sniper per se. He could be, I suppose. He can definitely score goals, but he kind of plays like McDavid, right, on the rush and. And so, yeah, I don't know. It's interesting. He instantly it, makes the team better. Yeah, absolutely. He's a top ten winger in the league, no matter what, right? So, and he's an available name. So, <laughs> he has I'm a sure new movement. He has a new movement clause this year, which I'm sure they'll ask him to waive in probably two or three week stops. So, yeah, yeah they're. Uh, yeah, well, I don't know what they're going to do him. I don't know. They're in Buffalo. I mean, fucking oh, hell, how, many re- how many rebuilds do they Yeah, it doesn't matter. That's the fact that Buffalo is dealing with is they're going to rebuild. So there might be a fire sale in Buffalo or there might be some smart hockey trades to be made. So I think I know what side of the fence I'm on. <laughs> yeah. So... I like having good competitive games in Buffalo when I come to watch my team play, you know. I don't want to see them suck and have all the fans be depressed and angry. <laughs> yeah, it's been a long time for them, but maybe in a couple of years. I mean, that, that's a second goal in that third Leafs game. I don't know what they were doing because they were like a line change or, Fucking, we lost him there, and I don't think Bear got on quick enough. And some that were a right fuck up that. I don't know. I'm trying to, 
I, I, I can't even lie, Sam. You know, like in those games, they just got to a certain point, and I was like, I wasn't really watching, you know? Like, I had it in the background, you know, and nothing was working, and you got other things to do, so. Yeah, no, I know. No, I'm just, I'm just looking at I'm just looking at snipers in NHL. Who, who could fucking who could who could possibly be on the list? But uh, yeah, it doesn't have to be Taylor Hall. It, it could be any winger, and it could be right or left side. I think. But Tarasenko still injured? No, they just activated him. Uh, uh, yeah. Well, I don't. But St. Louis won't be clearing anything out, so they'll yeah. make a push. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Ideal, ideally, I, w- I wish we were able to get like. Do you know? Can we, can we get so? Can they go for somebody to a trade where we'd get? I wonder what I'd say to get Alex Tucket there in Vegas to go in a trade. As a wing. Oh, that's a curious name. <laughs> what talk? Yeah, it was just one that came to the top of my head. I don't know. I'm just trying. <laughs> I don't know if Vegas is too interested in tinkering with their roster right now either. So, well, they do need cap space. They're in the dogfight with Colorado it... there. So, yeah, I don't. I don't know. But we, but yeah, we went back to a normal lines. We fucking covered that. Um, they kind of got. I, 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 I don't. Apparently, Tippett gave them a, gave them a bit of a, a hammering before game. They were a tough team talk, apparently. So, I don't know what that said, but I don't know. Dry, dry side looked right down before that Leafs game. Somebody like I, I noticed that. Yeah, he wasn't looking like himself. So. Anyway, um, this week we um, uh, death of uh, Walter Gretzka, which were uh, sort of side fit game. So just uh, just want to give old uh, Walt a shout and uh, rest in peace. Well, very influential on Gretzka's career. Yeah, yeah, rest in peace, Walt. Very influential on everybody. My wife was actually visiting her brother in uh, in Brantford there the the day that he passed, and I guess there were people out on the streets with signs and stuff, you know. Like, and she came home and asked me about him, and yeah, so he'll he'll be missed. He he meant a lot more than just to Gretzky, you know. Like, yeah, you know, he was hockey's dad, right? So, mm-hmm. especially in Southern Ontario, he got around, you know, like like. They were they were asking on Hockey Night in Canada there about people seeing him in the rinks, you know, and Connor didn't have an experience himself, but you know, I hear stories from people that I know that you know, everybody loved running into Walt. He was just fantastic person and you know yeah, everything yeah. he meant to hockey and how much he loved hockey and, you know, supported it, you know, and grew it in his community. So definitely be missed. World yeah. kinda sucks sometimes. Yeah, right, uh, it, it, one of Grace, one of uh, one of you know best hockey dad at there, and uh, very influential in you know as a point of advice for. I remember seeing um, the uh, that you know documentary about Gretzky trade and uh, you know 
you know, advice in, he played for <laughs> during that one. And uh, yeah, yeah, be, um, I wanted to just uh, say a few uh, few words about because uh, I was a huge fan of huge, huge fan of Gretzky, my favourite player. Um, always be him, him and Messi, but. Uh, yeah, so and I, you know, and uh, it was quite, quite, quite touching his uh, eulogy because it showed eulogy during the game last night. So here it's in Wayne's tribute. Um, anyway, uh, yeah, just want to touch it. Rest in peace, rest in peace, Walt. Um, so game, game, uh, anyway, game, game last night. I, I thought we were going to fucking win. I, I always knew we were, we were going to fucking win that because I just had I just had that feeling that they were just. It looked like watching a totally different team. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah, lots of fight in them last night, eh? <laughs> yeah, look, look. they just yeah. It was. I mean, in first few in first few moments, uh, like period, they have they, they were sustaining pressure. They were they were in the offensive zone. It was just having that sustained pressure. Have, but, but um. Yeah, probably not how they wanted to start the game, but it sure rounded into form. I liked what I was seeing, you know, and later into the second and then in the third, you know, the third was completely that's the team that we want to see every night, right? So Yeah. yeah. I don't I don't mind Kyler getting suspended. Fuck that, you know. <laughs> Catch no. an elbow in the face, damn straight. I'm gonna take you down. Fuck. I wanna see more of that from all the players, like I said. Yeah. Kyra, especially, you know. Yeah, we had fight last night. Just you know, it, uh, seemed to work. But what is it with fucking Cassie Campbell commenting on us? Fucking uh, being a commentator <laughs> on our games. Fuck's sake! Di- diversity, man, diversity. Yeah, but you know what? What is? Yeah, but I still. Uh, she she's a Leafs, she, she's a Leafs homer. Nah. Isn't there anybody? <laughs> isn't there anybody else? Bloody hell. I don't know. I've noticed she's. Uh, you no, know, can't you put make it like Leafs comments here? <laughs> no, I'm bumming out. I, I don't know. I don't know. Which, I don't. I don't think too many people are a fan of Cassie, but I don't see them getting rid of her anytime soon. So. No, I'm not saying get rid of her. I just don't know why she's commenting on it. She's a commentator on Oilers games. That's all. Not saying she shouldn't be a commentator. It's just. I don't know why she's. <laughs> I just don't know what she's. What What's the thing? Why she's come up a lot on Oilers game because aren't they supposed to be like like provide you know call it call it straight down middle and or something and in, have independent analysis well I could hardly call her independent yeah I don't know I, I personally I want Homer fucking announcers when I'm listening to yeah, a game I so. do. <laughs> you know I want yeah I want I want DeBrusque and like and ones like I, I don't I don't want fucking Leafs. Fucking Leafs home. He's commenting on Isles game. Kelly Rudy always is a pretty good homer for the Flames, I think. He, yeah. he, he loves the Flames. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Just like, oh, was that douchebag that we had here that uh, loved the, the Sharks? Everything was the Sharks. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but they don't love Sharks now. Jim Hewson, he's, he's pretty hardcore fucking Canucks, right? So. Yeah. We all, we all have them, but I don't know, personally, as an other fan, I want to hear the Homer opinion, for me. 
I do. If you, you know, that's I've all the old point where because that's one of the things when it big advertised for NHL TV. You know, if you're tired of listening to other teams' announcers, you can put your own. <laughs> oh, don't even get me started with them this year, man. Fucking blackouts and stuff. Oh. No, no, no. Same here. <laughs> oh. I don't know. I just see. I, I just want to hear home team announcers when I'm listening. When I'm watching Oilers. Right. I know. That's I why just... a lot of a lot of people just turn the audio off on their TV and turn on six thirty, right? So. Yeah. That, yeah. That that works. For, that works for me. Um, well, I did. You. I did used to be able to listen to six thirty, but now I can't. I must be some. Must be some. No, it, it must be something with that. I'm living in UK or something. I don't know. But, uh, but yeah, it was fucking very very physical game. There were a few pucks bobbling off sticks and there were a few misplaced passes. It was a bit, it's a miss, but you know, pucks not getting to stick. But you know, Yamlo had a good shot in slot. Yeah, that was totally deflected. But yeah. that shit happens when you're taking shots, right? So yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a pretty complete game last night. Everything we wanted to see physical chippy some scoring some good goaltending for us like yeah mr rocky got a fucking goal we left him wide open to make it one nil mm. <laughs> i'm excited again for this week now you know like, i didn't get i didn't get that because because i thought that their fucking power their power play was fuck, i always thought their power play was shit flames so fucking lucky to me that um, we're a good we're a good heavyweight till between Nurse and Lucci each in final five minutes at first, <clears throat> and then uh, Neil and Kachuk go two minutes later. All 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 the uh, all the British guy wants when watching a Battle of Alberta game. <laughs> <laughs> good entertainment. <laughs> good to see. Well, we got Ottawa three times this week, so if. <laughs> Connor and Leon want to, you know, get back on the ladder and start climbing. There's probably no better team to deal with it, right? Yeah, yeah. That, that, I'm not. not I don't not, doubt. Yeah. Not to throw Ottawa under the bus. I mean, they're a competitive team and they've pulled some wacky shit out. But yeah, I don't. I, I don't knock him for. You know, we, we'll score. We can score goals. We'll score goals, Kev. And we'll, uh, you know, there's no doubt in the offensive punch that they both got. It's just, it's just the defensive side, uh, and the fact that we're going with one line, uh, with one line essentially. And you're taking, you know, I just, you know, Drysaddle's a playmaker, and oh, I, and you don't need a playmaker for McDavid, but you know. He, Oh, if, I don't know. If, I think Drysaddle's a pretty good sniper too. So well, he's a well, he's a good sniper. That's what he's playing out wing. But that's why he's a good sniper. But that's the only what that that's the only combination you know that works for McDavid because he's a sniper, he's a playmaker, and he can be a good sniper. But he, he hasn't been. He still hasn't been shooting enough, guys. So far, I don't know. But he'll probably do that more now if he's playing with McDavid. But um, yeah. No, that's what I'm saying. I think something was wrong with his shoulder because he hasn't been shooting for, you know, a good week, two weeks. So last night he looked like a totally different player to me. But Yeah, but we'll, we'll see how it goes. 
And I, I'm kind of the odd duck where, you know, Dreisaitl's actually my favorite player, not Connor. But, <laughs> I mean, Connor's amazing and everything, but Dreisaitl's my favorite player. So he's one guy that I, I, I watch pretty intent. I thought that was good. That was a good pass on that goal last night. That was a fucking oh, that was great vision. Crazy, crazy pass, the ammo, eh? Yeah. Not many people can throw vision. a backhand like that, so. Yeah, and that's what I want him to be doing. Not necessarily, not him playing as a fucking winger. That's right. you know, I, I just but that's his, what I want. If, if his wingers aren't scoring, you know, so. <laughs> yeah, but you're going with you. You're you're putting your firepower up on one line, you know. So when you you know rather than go with two lines and you and up and Ottawa doesn't know which line you're putting out. Yeah. Well, maybe, maybe like I was saying, that's part of Tippett's plan. You know, it's just chaos through the regular season, and who knows what you're going to see or why you're going to see it because none of it makes any fucking sense. And then in the playoffs, he just puts that perfect combination together that nobody's seen all year, and fucking they roll. Well, that's, they that's all that I can get from com- it. He did have that perfect <laughs> combination in Dry Nuge and Yamamoto, but he fucking split that one up. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it, you know, he did have it, but he didn't stop him messing with it in playoffs. But you know, um, yeah, that seems to be your biggest issue with the team right now is Tippett. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, no, I'm, I'm broadly, I've been broadly supportive, I've been really supportive of Tippett, and you know, there's not any definite, you know, making playoffs in his first season, but. You know, and I, I like it. You know, and you know, I I, I do like Tippett. And I weren't. Yeah. I mean, there were a few that went a bit. There were a few I know in WhatsApp. You know, in WhatsApp that were saying about him losing room. You're not losing room. I, not. I don't go that far. I do think we're a bit rude thing. But it, it weren't that. It weren't, you know, it's not. It didn't lose room. It's three fucking games. It's not. It's not. That's right. You know, we and we run a good fucking run before that. It weren't. It's not that. But right. I just wish he'd been a bit more consistent in his it. it in, you know, and stop going for easy option all the time for you know, like putting like yeah, like putting McDavid. Everyone knows what McDavid and Drysdale can do. But I, I just just try and make it work. Just bring get a bit more consistency with your lines because that because you know that you know it, it, and just see if it works out first. Uh, broadly, that's how I'm like Kev. You know, yeah. you know, I fucking hate, I fucking hate it when Steelers do it. I just don't like fucking with lines unnecessarily. Uh, that's a big thing, man. Pet, pet peeve of mine. So, but I've had enough. I've, I've done enough uh, tippet bashing with this one. But <laughs> I'm broadly supportive. I'm broadly supportive. Of just, uh, just airing me. Uh, he's uh, not going anywhere for a while, so we just got to live with want, it. Yeah, I don't want. To, I don't. I'm not wanting to go go anywhere for a while. I want him to work out. I just want him to be a bit more. I just want him to keep. I, just wants us to have some settled fucking lines. That's all I'm asking. <laughs> hey, gents, I hate, yeah, yeah. It, yeah, I, yeah. I hate to cut it. I hate to cut it short here, but something just came up right here in the house. I got to bounce on you. All right. All I'm right. Sure. All right. I'm, all right. Sorry. All right. Thanks, Thanks for chatting. Jay. Jeff. All right. Thanks Thank you for having me. Dropping in. Thanks for dropping in, Jet. All Thank right. Thank you so much. Uh, we'll right. talk to you Cheers. soon. Cheers, Paul. All right. Yeah. All right. Me and you, Kev. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it was a good game last night. I'm looking forward to see what this this week do, this week's does. Yeah, it's going to be a good week. Three games against Ottawa and then Vancouver, right? So 
should be able to put the foot on the throat a little bit. Yeah, yeah, should be able to do um, that. Um, yeah, any, have you anything else to uh, add, Kev, or uh, for this one? No, that's about it. Like I said, you know, let's just have a great week, you know, and uh, don't take Ottawa for granted, you know, play the hockey that you want to play and get some good scores, build some momentum again here. Well, uh, I think we've I think we've covered everything with this one. I know it's a short one. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah. Um, anyway, um, thank thanks for uh, thanks for coming on and uh, thanks for joining us and uh, so uh, Jeff and that um, and uh, I guess we'll see what next week what this week uh, or coming up brings. Yeah, let's have a good week. All right. All right, mate. Uh, thanks for joining us. Thanks uh, for joining, mate. And uh, thanks for listening, everyone. We'll uh, we'll catch you soon. All right. Thanks for listening, everyone. Pete, peace. Bye. Bye.